You are listening to the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast, where we discuss how to find ultimate intimacy in your relationship. We believe that no matter how many years you've been married, you can achieve passion, romance, happiness, and ultimate intimacy at any stage of your life. Join us as we talk to not only marriage experts, but couples just like yourself and people who are just flat out fun. The Ultimate Intimacy Podcast is for couples who have a good relationship but want to make it even better. So hi and welcome to episode 70 of the Ultimate Intimacy Podcast. We are Nick and Amy and we have the great pleasure of having Chris and Jamie Bailey with Expedition Marriage on with us. We're really excited to have them today. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. This is fun. So we, we're excited to get your insight. You guys have tons of great articles. We've gone through your blog, your uh, social media. You guys just have such great insight and so many, so many great things. So we're excited to talk to you about kind of one of the articles that you guys wrote on your blog. But first, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah. How long have you been married? All right. Yeah, we've been married. It'll be 28 years in October. Wow. So coming up on that. And mm-hmm. we are night and day different from how we were. <laughs> excuse me, how we were when we first got married. And so mm-hmm. a lot of what we write about and share about and post about is we've got it from education, getting our master's in counseling, but we've got it, a lot of it from life experience. Yeah, full hard knocks. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knocked us around a lot. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we have three adult children <clears throat> and um, two or three little grandchildren that Aww. we just love spending time with too. Yay. Yeah, when we started out, we kind of did a lot of the wrong things that you that we recommend people don't do. A lot, all, maybe. Well, there weren't believers. And uh, so, yeah, it's just, it's, as Jamie is saying, we have come a far way from where we once started and and really try to help you know people learn from some of those mistakes that's right yeah yeah what i love just hearing from you is you said something to the effect of you learn through doing maybe the wrong things or through experience and i think that's where people grow the most is is through those experiences and through going through things i mean i think i mean we never did that yeah, right. I mean, I mean, I think sometimes we, we, you know, whether it's a counselor or therapist or whatever, you know, and they're giving that advice. If they haven't gone through what, you know, the yeah. person has gone through, it's really, I mean, it's really hard to have that connection and relate to that. So to hear, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, what you guys just said, I think that's very important for people to know is, you know, hearing that life experience and the things that you've gone through mm-hmm. as well. So... Mm-hmm. So well, then we should be very relatable. Perfect. <laughs> I think we should too, right? Oh yeah, it took us like fifteen years to figure things out. <laughs> oh, we're still figuring yeah. things out. <laughs> Sounds about right. So you have uh, you have a great article, and like I said, we added a little bit to it. But you have a great article on your blog, and we we have this episode titled Six Things Your Husband Needs from You," and we thought that these were just very simple, but very very good. And so that's the title of today's episode. And so kind of in. In starting out, I guess um, you know, women. This is this is something that uh, you know you can you can understand what your husband really needs from you. And uh, what are you smiling? Like, at? I'm just smiling because, like, this obviously when I don't know, I was reading through it and I'm like, yep, Nick needs that. Yep, Nick needs that. Yep, like you're like the perfect example. <laughs> yeah, I probably am. I know. So, so. But uh, so the, I guess the typical man. I'm not sure if he's typical, but. 
I Probably. He falls into this. <laughs> well, we, we recognize not everyone falls under this category, but I think the majority of people yeah. probably do, right? Yep. So we're going to start out with the first one, and it's super important to know that you believe in him and support him. I think that's just mm-hmm. key for all men. So do you want to expand on that one? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I want to start off with generally, I think most of us guys are are – a little meatier than maybe we absolutely. like to put out there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I totally yes. agree. I agree. Maybe shaking our head. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're we're that, that, you know, the hard shell exterior, but soft and gooey inside. Um, and so, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, and even I think the tougher that people, you know, the guys might be, might just be because they got, you know, beat up a little more in life. Mm-hmm. And so it's not as safe, but they mm-hmm. still, we all want that, that soft and gooeyness to be touched, want to be known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't think many wives understand how much your opinion of their husbands matters, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, of your husband matters. Like they truly care about your opinion, but you rarely will know that because it kind of requires vulnerability on their part to say mm-hmm. that. To share. I mean, not many men, you know, will come up and say, well, babe, I'm feeling a little vulnerable or inadequate about this. Can you encourage me today? Yeah. You know, yeah. so they said vulnerability and inadequacy are things that men often hide because those are the things that make them feel like they're failing mm-hmm. or make them feel inferior. And so we often don't know how big of a deal it is for us to say, hey, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I see what you're doing and, and I believe in you. And so it, it's one we kind of have to figure out and just trust that your husband almost always is going to need that from you. He's going to need you to believe in him and to be proud of him. Yeah. Yeah, so true. That's so good. I think I think as men, we often feel like we can't let our soft side out or we can't um, let mm-hmm. any weaknesses show or things like that. And it, it, it's so true. And so as we kind of put up this wall, so to speak, I don't think uh, wives realize how important even just the the words, um, like you said, just letting us know as men that they they support us and they believe in us. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's so important. Um, that's that's what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll even talk to people, you know, where they're like, you know, I at work, I'm just I'm this one way, and I, I can talk to people, I can tell them this way, but at home, I'm just I I'm not that way at all. I'm completely different. I'm like, yeah, because their opinion matters more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, it has more of an impact on what you say and do with your spouse. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, so true. That's so true. We've noticed that in our marriage. Like, he was struggling for a few years just with, like, business stuff and stress and um, kind of held it in, trying to be, you know. Trying to be tough. Tough. And, and for me to feel that sense of security, too. Like, sometimes... I don't know. It's good to break down and be like, okay, we're part of a team. How do we work through this together? But rather than you trying to do it on your own. So, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And I think it's hard for men to accept that. Like we truly, as their wives were given to them as a resource. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I know in, in our a marriage, yes, yeah. imagine that. in our marriage, he would do the same thing. He would keep all of his stress yeah. to himself uh-huh. because for I him, don't want to burden her. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Burden me or upset me. But then when he does that, he kind of becomes a jerk because he's stressed out. We call him a big jerk in our family. <laughs> it's, it's true, though. And yeah. Now, it, yeah, now it's the thing where if I see him changing his demeanor and becoming more of the, the big jerk that we referred to him as, it's like, okay, babe, what's wrong? Yeah, mm-hmm. You've got to talk to me. Let me help you. I'm your teammate in this. 
what's going on and let me help you. And so we can now handle it together. But it is, it's really difficult for a lot of husbands to say, hey, I'm, I'm stressed out, I'm overwhelmed, I need some help. I don't know if I'm making the right decision. I'm doing my best here and I kind of need your affirmation for that. And so that's hard. And so if you don't share, that is one of the negatives that can happen is, oh, yeah. A stressed out husband is an anxious, irritable kind yeah. of husband, mm-hmm. and that's not going to be beneficial in your marriage. But and I think you you kind of hit on a key thing. Like I think when <laughs> men know that they have their wife's support, they're going to be a lot more willing to open up and share the struggles <laughs> and share the things and include their wife because they know they have the support. If they don't know that yeah. they have the support, the natural thing is to just keep everything quiet and like, oh, I the last thing I want to do is you know, burden my wife or let her know what's going on because that might create more conflict or, or, you know, maybe even less, um, belief or support, you know? So I think mm-hmm. I, I love how you kind of mentioned that is just, you know, the more we, the more we open up or more a wife opens up about the appreciation, the more the husband's going to open up and just really strengthen that relationship. And I found that a lot of the polls that we've taken, um, when it comes to love languages, men, are usually highest in physical touch and words of affirmation. I know words of affirmation is big for you. So just being aware of that, I guess. Yeah. So to everyone out there listening, just, um, you know, really, really vocalize that support that you have for your husband. Don't just assume that he knows, you know, Mm -hmm. let him know that you support him and believe in him. And I think you'll see, you know, that relationship opening up even more. So, Mm -hmm. uh, number two, sexual intimacy. Um, I think for most men, I can't speak for all men, but I think for most men, their happiness, their well-being, their self-confidence, their everything about them, you know, hinges upon sexual intimacy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, Do you agree with that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's a lot. And I love that, you know, we're talking about, because we hear so much in society how much men need sex. Mm-hmm. They need sex. They want sex. How carnal we are. Right. Yeah. But really the reality is, is they need sexual intimacy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a difference. There's right. a difference. You can have sex, but that can be very one-sided. It's very carnal mm-hmm. and it's not, but what you, when you add in sexual intimacy, you're talking about leveling that way up to where you can't have sexual intimacy without trust without connection, without security and safety and vulnerability. And that really, and that's where like for a man, like that's what feeds all that. That is that, like we were talking about before, it's hard for husbands to say, hey, I'm feeling insecure or inadequate here. But when we're having sex, like that aspect can be brought in. That's a place where a husband can be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. where trust can be built and, and a sexual, you know, sex and marriage that involves intimacy like that makes everything easier in conversations and in communication because it's trust building. It's connecting where you're bonding, you know, with sexual intimacy. Mm -hmm. And even that happens, you know, just hold hand, you know, handing holes or holding hands, you know, just, you know, physical affection. That's Mm going to help set up a husband to be more open and more vulnerable, it creates more generosity, mm-hmm. you know? And when you have more better sex and better sexual intimacy, you have more generosity, you have more op- optimism. Yeah. There's more mm-hmm. faith and trust in the marriage. And that is huge. And for women, I mean, it, we get those benefits too, but we get <laughs> yeah. those a lot more from emotional mm-hmm. intimacy. Mm-hmm. 
And so it's a little, it's a little tricky to work that out because the, the wife wants the emotional intimacy in order to have good sexual intimacy, but the man wants the sexual intimacy in order to have good emotional intimacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you can honor and respect that and know, you know, how fulfilling each side is, then you've got this great balance of adding all of that into your marriage. Well, and, and like you're saying too, men, you know, because chemically as, as well, but they feel most connected or tend to feel most connected with their wives when they're sexually intimate. Right. Mm -hmm. And so again, it goes back to that vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It's not usually like, Oh, well, honey, I'm really kind of feeling, you know, disconnected or I wanted to feel close and connected to you and all of that. And so if sex isn't happening, you know, or, you know, this, we, we woo our women in a different way. Like, Oh, you're never in the mood. You always have a headache. right for hallmark yeah. um you know, <laughs> it's true instead of actually being willing to be vulnerable and saying you know but i'm just i just want to be connected with you mm -hmm. i just yeah. want to be with you mm -hmm. and and maybe we don't even realize that as men we're not in yeah. touch with what our even our needs are we just know that when we do this i feel good i feel close i feel connected and when it's taken away from me i feel a, this break of relationship i feel rejection mm -hmm. i feel like i'm i'm not wanted or desired yeah yeah it's yeah it's, it's so true and i you know this this was a few months ago but i'm i told amy i'm like oh, i just really want to connect with you and she's like, just tell me you want to have sex. And I'm like, I'm like, but it's, but it's something different than that. Like, I can't, I can't yeah. really explain. Like for, for a guy, I think a lot of women out there think, oh, my husband just wants to have sex and, and that's right. it. But I, I don't think women realize that it's so much more than that. Like it, it really mm -hmm. is about connecting. And that is how a man connects. It's not just about sex. I mean, it, it, there's so much more to it and you're smiling but uh you know it literally there, there is other ways to connect on a deep level but it's what not I... always about sex but i, under, I understand i understand but it. i think what i'm getting to is um talking getting back to that where women need the emotional aspect i think if, if men are getting mm -hmm. sex they're a lot more willing to provide the emotional mm -hmm part of things whether it's communication and and being romantic and those types well, of that's, things and that's the big goes... puzzle for every podcast is mm -hmm. how to find that balance right yeah <laughs> i mean that's right. what we talk about every single week is finding that balance somehow because we need this you need this how do we meet in the middle yeah you know if somebody's off it throws everything off you know so well and i think right. too it's important to understand you know more understand that's what we try to share too is fulfilling each other's needs. and we're talking about what men needs and okay. i think that women need to hear Sorry for those of you that are trying to find every excuse that you can not to have sex because you don't like it or whatever the reason is. Men need that. It is a physical and emotional need for them. So yeah. you have to realize as a woman how important that is to your husband in so many areas. Yeah. I mean, just gives him more confidence and more takes mm -hmm. away stress and just mm -hmm. you know, like like you said it, it it's a way that they know that their wife loves them i mean there's no there's a wife can mm -hmm. say to their husband a thousand times a day that they love him but this is this is really yeah. the way that uh husband can know that his wife loves him right and even on like a, a a more just an affectionate thing mm -hmm. i know sometimes when jamie and i feel off just her reaching over and grabbing my hand mm -hmm. Mm -hmm can really help me feel connected and make us make me feel yeah. we're okay and mm -hmm. close and so just take that and keep amping that up 
Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so, so how much further that goes mm-hmm. when we're able to be sexually intimate. And, and even like we said, it's all part of a puzzle. There's emotional intimacy, there's sexual intimacy, there's spiritual intimacy. Yeah. And how do we all you know, keep all those things kind of connected and, and working, feeding into that so that we, we've got this culmination, mm-hmm. right? Where, where needs are being met um, and we are attentive you know, to everybody and, and feeding into that. Um, but yeah, it, it is about. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes wives read into their husband's, you know, plea for more sex mm-hmm. as purely selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what many wives don't understand is the most satisfied a man is, is when he has a very satisfied wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they don't realize how big of a, de- of a deal it is, mm-hmm. you know, for their husbands to sexually satisfy them. Like that's the most satisfying moment is when they've satisfied their wives. And we tend to receive yeah. their, their plea for more sex as purely selfish. And it really isn't at all. It's really an act of love on their part mm-hmm. and a desire to satisfy us. I'm so and glad so you that's said that. Is the term accomplished like inappropriate? I'm so glad you said that because that is spot on and it is so true. We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking, like, just to stay on this topic, um, how important is it to you men that we initiate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. It, it's because we do feel desired, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not just this thing, this duty that you're putting up with, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I'm just doing what Paul says that I have to do. And no, because no, that's, you know, that, that wasn't even the design. The design wasn't saying, well, you just got to give into it. Um, the, the design was more, or, or the, the heart was more as, hey, look, this is something that a marriage does. This is something that you do only in a marriage covenant. And so, you know, and it connects us and it keeps us close. We know each other differently than anybody else on multiple different levels. And so that does keep us away from, you know, other temptations and other sin because we're so connected and tight on so multiple different levels. So when Jamie is interested in, in approaching me, then I know, hey, she does. I, what I'm doing works. Yeah. Yeah. And she does want to be with me. Mm-hmm. And isn't just going, oh, you know, I guess I've got some time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I totally agree. That's really good. <laughs> okay, the next one we're going to move on. Um, it's okay to take time for himself. I think that mm-hmm. some women are like, he just doesn't want to be with me, or he's got all these other things going on. I'm at the bottom of his list. It's very important for a marriage to have balance in time spent and for him to have alone time. Same with her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably the hardest part for women to get is because women tend to be big multitaskers. They tend to run themselves ragged. They get more caught up in the in the hustle life. And then if their husband takes time for himself or goes and does one of his hobbies, you know, wives will automatically feel, well, I don't get to do that. I have the kids or I have this job. I have all these things where some of that is that things we need to take ownership for mm-hmm. because we're responsible for our own self-care too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we need to make sure we're not, you know, over committing and, and doing too much and setting ourselves up to be upset with our husband because he wants to go for a run or, or go to the gym or go hang out with his buddies or go play, you know, a, a game of ball or something like that, you know? And so sometimes it, that can make it harder for us to give our husbands that need that they have. Mm-hmm. And men are going to be different, you know, in this. And there's some men that, that they're big extroverts. They mm-hmm. need to go play basketball with their buddies. They need to go hang out. 
you know, and others who aren't as needy, they're like, no, I'm good. I just need to be alone for a half an hour to read a book, mm-hmm. you know, but that's something we both need. But husbands really thrive. Men just thrive in general with that shoulder to shoulder time. And so if they can't get out with a friend or do something they enjoy or even, you know, video games, you know, a lot of men like love doing that. Yeah. And but then there's the responsibility, give them the time to do that, but it can't override the life, yeah. you know, together either, but it really is fulfilling. And that time for themselves doing their hobbies or doing what they like, that is a stress outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is where a husband can just burn off some stress you know, because they're really good at compartmentalizing. And so they can set all the the stress of work or home, whatever's going on aside for a short time and go, let me fully engage here. And then they're getting refilled. And now they can enter back into that stress and in with their wife and be a different man. Yeah. And it's important not to to feel that our wives are resentful at that time, as you were saying. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so there's this guilt and, well, I can't do this. And, well, you know, I, I, I want to go to this men's group, you know, because, you know, and we get it. It seems counterintuitive. I'm going to leave my family so I can become a better husband and, you know, and father. Mm-hmm. But it is needed. Iron needs to sharpen iron. We do need, mm-hmm. as men, need other men to be around us, to be able to lovingly keep us <laughs> accountable, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, but strongly, maybe a little more forcefully than than our wives or other people. Um, you know, it's the, the woundings of a friend. We need that mm-hmm. in our lives to, you know, be like, dude, what are you thinking? What are you doing? <laughs> now come here and I love you and I'll go do the right thing, make good choices. Mm-hmm. And so we need to know that our wives aren't resentful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that we need to know that we we can do that guilt free and be able to have those times i mean good look one of the challenges i know that that we had um at one stage of the life is you know, or in our lives is you know i wanted to do some more exercising and you know we had little kids and it was real difficult so the only option that seemed a viable option is well i had to get up earlier mm-hmm. to, to do that was well, that was the only window that i could have because of other things. Well, getting up even earlier did not seem like a viable option or a desirable option. So, you know, what? forget it. If I, if, if it can't be worked out another time and if I have to, you know, not get, you know, give up of sleep that already is kind of usually precious with young kids, mm-hmm. then that's just going to be part mm-hmm. of it. You know, we've got skipped anyway, you know, and we've learned through that. That was mm-hmm. one of those things. And so now when now it's all on me if i'm not exercising it's it's, it's all on me yeah. that's right you're at a dis- different stage in life now with grandkids so yeah. yes that's a yes. great stage of life. but, I, but I, I love it i and i do think it's important that wives let their husbands know hey it's okay for you to go out and do these things mm-hmm. and and get that for the husband to have that reassurance well and i loved what you said about we are in charge of our own self-love like, mm-hmm. I think this was kind right. of a big issue when we first got married. Mm-hmm. He was playing golf all the time. That's a really long game. I know a lot of wives have a really hard time with that. And I was feeling a lot of resentment those first few years, a lot. and just holding it in and holding it in. Of course, you know, part of it was like his occupation. But the day I decided, okay, well, I need to do that too. I, I haven't been doing that. This is my own issue, you know, and, and made that yeah. balance and yeah. took care of myself. I, it's very important for a marriage yeah, to, have, for sure. to have your time. For sure. Mm-hmm. Number four, um, I think this is really good when it says you love your husband needs to know that you love and appreciate him and his efforts. And I'm going to add respect to this as well. Um, yes. I think, yeah. I think for me as a man, there were times in our marriage where I was doing things that I know my wife lost some respect for me. And I think 
as a man, and I can only speak for me personally, I would have almost rather have my wife respect me than love me um, in, in a lot of cases. Um, and I, so I think respect's a big thing, but I think, you know, it's, it's again, so important for a wife to let her husband know that she loves him. She appreciates the things that he's doing and she respects him. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And any experiences maybe that you've had in your relationship or your marriage, your marriage? Well, I think that's so true. And the more, again, you know, with men not sharing as much, they're doing a whole lot behind the scenes and at their jobs and staying extra and all that. They're doing it for their wives. Mm -hmm. They're doing it for provision. They're doing things for them. And sometimes it doesn't always come across that way. And it may look selfish that he's staying 10 hours extra at work every day, but in his mind and heart. Without little people pulling at him all the time. Right. But in his heart, he's like, I'm doing this so you can have these things so we can have more and do more. And that gets lost in translation. Mm -hmm. And so when we're open with that and when we're openly appreciating them for what they're doing, that encourages them to share more with us. Mm -hmm. But it also encourages them to continue taking risks doing things, not being afraid of failure, because it's us going, I see your efforts. I see you working really hard. And it also gives us room to say, I see that you are working like 10 hours extra a week. And I really appreciate that. But what I would appreciate more is you being home a little bit early every night. I, I want us to have dinner as a family. And now you can have that if you don't have appreciation and it's always just, I don't know why you're working so much, you know, you're never here. It's all going to get lost in translation. Well, even so if we true. just start off with the, well, I need you to do this or you're not doing this and we and we don't address the other stuff, mm-hmm. then we start to get caught up in this defensiveness or this leveling up. And like, well, what about all this other stuff that I'm doing? I'm like, yeah, yeah that's great. I mean, you know, right. It gets disregarded. We're not, it's not valued. It's, um, we all want to be loved and accepted, right? And and we want to know that what we do makes a difference. Um, and we want to work smarter, not harder. So what's rewarded is repeated, right? So you know, and and I and look, we've we've heard lots of times people say, well, it's their job; they should do that anyway. They they should do that to their job. They shouldn't need to you know to get yeah. that appreciation yeah. on board. Well, my response to that is, okay, you you go to a job. What if they stopped rewarding you with a paycheck? Yep. <laughs> that's that's a reward. You will mm-hmm. stop going. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not saying that that's, you know, that it's necessarily needed to keep them going. But if you like what they're doing. Right. Then yeah. and, and you want them to keep doing it. Just grease the skids. Mm-hmm. And then, right. Why not do that? Research also shows that it, the more appreciated we feel, the more appreciative we tend to be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so now we start this new dance of appreciating when you know who cannot appreciate the other person mm-hmm. and as we're doing so, that so. it skews our, our our perception to start looking for things that we can appreciate mm-hmm. i start looking for the positive things i start looking for all the things that this person's not only necessarily doing in my life but what she who she is in my life how she mm-hmm. you know impacts me how my life is better because mm-hmm. she's here instead of going like that ah, I gotta put the toilet seat down for. <laughs> yeah, so- and on a uh-huh. on a smaller scale, this is something we see mess up a lot of couples. You know, we we work mm-hmm. with a lot of couples, and this is a common thing: is what men will typically do if they don't feel appreciated. If what they're doing doesn't matter anyway, mm-hmm. they will quit doing it. Yeah, so true. I'm yeah. not gonna. If you're just gonna critique how I'm folding the towels or how I'm doing this mm-hmm. with the kids or how I'm 
you know, help him with dinner, then forget it. If I can't make you happy with it, if it will never be good enough, mm. if it will never be appreciated, they will stop doing it. And that is a big bone of contention in yeah. many marriages. Mm-hmm. And it's got a really simple solution. And that's in just start appreciating, yeah. start appreciating things. Well, I, this is just my opinion, but we talked to our kids about this too. But uh, I believe one of the biggest sins is ingratitude. And that kind of falls in line with this is just you know being grateful or showing appreciation and you can see how like the people that are really grateful even just as simple as going to the restaurant saying thank you so much or you know this and that Mm -hmm. how it just it changes everything and so i think if wives are at least just vocal with their husband and letting them know that they appreciate what he's doing and appreciate him and his efforts and things like that you know like you said it'll just you know, the husband, the husband's going to do, you know, do the same thing and be more appreciative and it's just going to mm-hmm. just feed and just get more and more. Um, and, and it's contagious and mm-hmm. you're going to be, is. you're going to be a lot happier in life. I think people that are uh, appreciative and recognize the things that they have instead of the things that they mm-hmm. don't have are a lot happier in life. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, same it, with marriage, it, it yeah. just changes everything. So just something as simple as, you know, letting your husband know you love him, you appreciate him. And the things that he's doing, the efforts that he's doing will go an extremely long way. And you'll see the way that he responds to that mm-hmm. um, as well. That's good. Good stuff. Um, your other one you state is don't hold the past against him. I'm just going to read your first couple lines because it's so good. It says, wives, put down your scoreboards. Us wives are so good at remembering all the things. And it's not uncommon for us to dump out the whole bag of past mistakes during every argument. Setting that scoreboard down will not only help your husband, it will also provide great freedom for you from carrying it all around. You're mm-hmm. smiling. Oh, no, <laughs> We've great. had that one in our marriage too, you know? Like your husband yeah. or even you does something that makes you really mad and you bring it up and bring it up and they're sorry and you keep bringing it up. It's just hurting you. Yeah. So I love mm-hmm. that. Well, yeah, well, it even starts to flip from, from complaining to criticism, mm-hmm. right? And we tell people, look, you can complain. It's okay if someone... Mm-hmm. You didn't rinse out your cereal bowl, and now I have to use a chisel to <laughs> get this out. Right? We, okay. we know that. Yeah, you can rinse out your cereal bowl. But then when we you know, start to criticize, that's when it becomes personal, mm-hmm. right? And so if, even if we, you know, so well, you never do this, always do that. So even if I don't explicitly say that, if I'm bringing up the past against mm-hmm. you, the, the implied, you know, idea is, you always do this. Look at how many times you failed. Look at how many times you blew it and that, that mm-hmm. you don't get it right. What's wrong with you? Why, why, you know, why are you so inept or inadequate? Not to mention it, there is a kind of a, a parent child relationship that starts to be established mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause now I'm looking for all these, you know, and I'm teaching you mm-hmm. by telling you all these different things that you've done. I, I'm kind of training you with, you know, my words, um, with that, we have, we have a, a, a um, concept that we, we kind of came up with, you know, by, by accident, but it works <laughs> of, of you're holding the horn too long. Mm-hmm. Right. So like in a, in a car, if you know that that person does. We've like, fought over this so many yeah. times. <laughs> but, right. So, you know, you, 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 you like a little uh-huh. beep, you know, kind of like let them know, you know, hey, the lights, you know, change after five <laughs> seconds. Beep. Yeah, courtesy beep, right? There's that. But there's also the the holding down the horn. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know that I'm, I'm not only just letting you know you're wrong, I'm making sure you're wrong. Yeah. I'm teaching you the lesson. Yeah. yeah. So that way you don't do this again. It's a good analogy. And it's just not. 
Oh, nice. I think we have another good that. So, you know, where we, you know, start to build up this idea, you know, this good look, because nobody really wants to be, well, <laughs> well-adjusted people don't want to be intimate with their parent. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, we don't, and, and so we, we don't want this other child or that, it's not a funny joke. Oh, I've got, you know, you know, th- mm-hmm. three kids, you know, four kids. I thought you had three kids and older, so three kids and my husband. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not a funny joke. It's a bad mm-hmm. dynamic yeah. that we're setting up in, in, mm-hmm. in this thought. And as you, Jamie had said earlier, if I'm not going to do it well or, or, or good enough, yeah, you know, no, you know, know, like you know, oh, you didn't fold the towels. Now you're right again. So now I'm gonna have to redo it. Well, then it's like I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't really help at all. So what Why I did, I doing this? yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do it. If it's not right, you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and not to mention, there's no opportunity for grace. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't want a marriage without grace. And mm-hmm. it's you know, when you're keeping score, you're you you do that against an opposing team. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. it's it's me versus you. Yeah. And exactly. what's what's your line there? Oh, when it's you versus me, there can't be a we. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I was true. picking up the mic and doing a mic drop. But yeah, there is. It's it's it, but it's a contentious relationship. Mm-hmm. And we're against each other, you know, and, and so I, I love that. When you're, you keep a score against an opposing team. Mm-hmm. And it, you start off on the wrong st- 